What is the upskies, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX GamerCast. We're on episode 76 of my little gaming show where once a week I just have to talk about video games. Old games, new games, games from my past, games that are going to battle it out for supremacy in the Versus series. If you like video games, you might enjoy this podcast. So stick around because today we are doing a modern review on Star Wars Jedi Survivor. But before we get into the review, with no spoilers, may I add, no spoilers here, let's talk about what I have been up to over the last week or so, and I always encourage you, the listener, the viewer, what have you been up to over the last week or so, or what have you been getting up to so far in the new year? What movies, what TV shows are you diving into, and of course, what video games are you getting into in 2024? Are you getting into some of the newer games, or are you trying to get into some of the games, all the games that came out from last year, trying to catch up? Just let me know. What are you playing? So what have I been up to over the last week? Well, this little game called Pal World has kind of taken over the gaming world, and I did dive into it, I downloaded it, and I started playing it. And I can see the appeal. Now, it's a very interesting game. So it is very, 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 very similar to Pokemon. But it definitely has some elements there that Pokemon doesn't have that I'm really enjoying. Like there's, um, it's very, it's way more, it's similar to Arceus, the the Pokemon game uh, on the Switch. It's more open and there's just kind of or pals or Pokemon, if you will, uh, around. You can go around catching them, fighting with them bring them back to your base, and you build up the base, they'll help you build it with the base, you can play multiplayer, which I haven't gotten to yet, I'm still just trying to get through the tutorial, which is really long, (laughs) I don't know, and it's also in preview mode, so it's not like the full game or anything, so there's bugs and glitches, and it's not the prettiest looking game or anything, it's, it's, Maybe a, a smidget better looking than what you're getting on the Nintendo Switch Pokemon games, but this is running on uh, Xbox and uh, on the Unreal Engine, I believe. But it's cool, man. Like, it's, um, you know, there's a lot of waiting around and a lot of mining. Like, you're going around cutting down trees, you're mining for rocks so you can build up whatever the fuck you got to build up. There's a lot of building, like, it's like, okay, build this shit, level up your base, level up yourself, level up your pals or your Pokemon, doing that stuff, and it'll give you some tasks to do, go collect this many of a certain pal, or go fight this many, or catch this many, stuff like that, and there's a trainer uh, that I'm supposed to go fight, that's, I guess, the last task, I'm supposed to go take this dude on, and I went in there, got my ass kicked, so I'm, I'm, rebuilding and reworking my way but it's got a big world to look at with a good variety of pals or pokemon so far uh some of them are rather close looking to the pokemon that i i grew up loving and knowing but like that like i said i am a pokemon fan huge pokemon fan so obviously i got intrigued when this game was getting called pokemon with guns haven't gotten to the gun part yet no guns for my pokemon but it's cool it's definitely interesting uh some problems with it, obviously, like, there's some graphical issues, I put, like, there's, like, a little kind of a central portal hub thing, so you can, like, summon and kind of manage your shit, I put it in a bad spot, like, near a cliff, so all my pals were spawning inside of a mountain, and then they were all, like, starving, I couldn't figure out where the fuck they were, so you're getting glitches like that happening, again, it's with a grain of salt in preview mode, it's not done, 
but there's definitely something here, man. Like there, I would, if I was the Pokemon company and I, I know they've responded and I don't think they're really worried about or anything, but it's definitely like, I am excited. I hope like it's already sold a crazy amount. It's already like 6 million copies or something in a few days. They're breaking Steam records for co-current players. They have, like, almost 2 million people playing, I think, at the same time, just on Steam, which is bananas. My friend who's playing it, he's been addicted to it, so that's cool. And I'm enjoying it, too. I found myself wanting to play this instead of Jedi Survivor, when it was, especially when it was later at night. And this is a game that you can really kind of just turn your brain off. Like I said, like, when you're mining stuff, it kind of takes a while you're sitting there just mining the rock. You could just sit there. I'm listening to a podcast. You can, like, watch a TV show while you play this game, probably. Um, yeah, and the building, some of the things, like, you're just you're building it for, like, a minute and a half. You're just sitting there holding the X button. So some of that stuff can get tuned up. I know, like, you'll level up, and you can increase how fast you're building. And the uh, Pokemon pals or whatever, they help you on the base. You can, like, assign them onto the base, and they'll, like mine rock and and trees and shit like that it's just at the moment it's slow at right now but it is fun like it's addicting it's got a good little loop there and yeah i can see the appeal i i see why a lot of people have have clamored onto it because there's a market for you know this kind of poke like we've been asking for a big old open world pokemon game forever and then when we finally get what Pokemon thinks we want in Arceus, which I did love. I really liked Arceus. I had a lot of fun with it, but it wasn't exactly, it was, it was rather underwhelming, but it was still really fun. Um, I'm hoping that Pal World is going to kick up that, that market and hopefully get Pokemon Company, uh, you know, back on track because they've been falling off for a little bit here. They've definitely gotten comfortable in their position and I'm hoping that Pal World will wake them up, you know, start making them. All right, let's let's not release games that are not ready or finished and put more efforts into their DLC because all the DLCs that have released have just been kind of bleh. And the games have just been like, okay, they haven't really done enough to change the formula with Pokemon in a while. Arceus was a, a nice breath of fresh air, but it wasn't quite enough. They still felt like... They didn't go all in with that idea. It feels like at the last second they pulled back and went a little bit back to their comfortable formula. But regardless, Pal World, pretty freaking cool. I would check it out. I'm pro- I don't know how much more time I want to spend with it until uh, the full version is out. But yeah, it's, it's definitely got the bones of being something pretty freaking cool. And uh, I want to move. I want to at least see some of the the bigger uh, pals and, and more creative looking creatures. I've seen a handful of them uh, walking around that were pretty big, but I can't seem to find them ever again. So we'll see where it's going. But Pal World, really interesting. Obviously, been crushing Jedi Survivor this week. Absolutely. Just plowing through it, trying to get through the game to get this review out, but also enjoying it very much so at the same time. And been getting a little bit of Metal Hellsinger still on the side. I'll pop in there for generally just play like a level and maybe a couple of the little challenges. Spend like 35, 45 minutes in the game and it's still really cool. It's just a really fun game. Um, Not much more to say about it. It's just stupid fun, and I highly recommend it, especially if you like metal music. Oh, baby. And, like, metal. Like, screaming metal. Like, metal, metal. If you like the headbang, check out Metal Hellsinger. If you like Doom and stuff like that, oh, fuck yeah. And I'm still playing Dave the Diver. Getting through that. Still working my way through. Enjoying it very much. Just a nice, relaxing game to have on the side. Enjoying that very much. 
So I did get to finish off John Wick Chapter 4, and I must say... I was a little bit I was a little bit underwhelmed with the finale with the just not like the final fight scene like the final uh there's a fight scene on the stairs and shit that was outstanding like all throughout the movie the action was fucking outstanding it was amazing of course but uh I was a little bit let down with like the last 20 25 minutes or so there's like uh kind of a duel that happens and the way that the bad guy just gets eliminated in the finale of the story just kind of me kind of I was like oh okay well so I was I was a little bit let down with the way that the movie ended but it was still an unbelievable action movie I thought most of the characters were really good uh, the only one that I don't really like is the I don't know his name even in the movie but uh, the older guy with the longer black hair I just I don't like his character I've, I've seen him in a handful of other shows and he's kind of one note, and he's always kind of playing the same dude, and I don't know, just don't like him, but the movie was great, uh, I gave it an 8.5 out of 10, I was I was honestly expecting it to be higher than that, but 8.5 out of 10, I mean, you can't go wrong, obviously, if you like action movies, and you haven't seen the John Wick series yet, there's four amazing action movies to go out and watch, I don't know which one my favorite one is, you know, I've I've viewed all four of them over the course of a very long time, I haven't re-watched any of them, so I would have to re-watch them, but the first one was still hella entertaining, I can't remember a thing about the second one, third one was dope, and the fourth one was also dope, it's just one of the tightest four, what's, what's four, like a what the fuck is that called? It's Saga? It's just an outstanding series of movies. So you can't go wrong with any of the John Wick movies as long as you're an action fan. If you don't like action movies, then probably won't like it. But yeah, John Wick Chapter 4 was dope. It, too long, though. It was too long. That's probably, that That would be like a sticking point for a rewatch. It's like damn near three hours. And it's a little much. I had to break it up into two viewings, which also might have hurt my viewing experience. I don't know. I felt pretty good at stopping where I stopped. It was a very, like, bam. Like, if they were going to put a commercial break, would have been right there. If, if they were like, go take a piss, this is the time because we're moving on. Like, we finished this, and we're going on to this now. It's like, okay, I'll stop. So that's that's how I did John Wick, but it was still dope. So there you go. In terms of TV shows, my wife and I are still watching The Witcher 3. We're into season three now. Now, I don't know... Uh, fucking thing of what's going on i'm just enjoying like the action and the Geralt scenes but she's digging it so you could take that for what it is i can't really personally say much about it because like i said don't really know what the heck is going on uh the production value though has been increasing uh, over the course of the seasons though now we're in season three the the effects and the look of the show is definitely a lot better than it was in the first season as should be expected but yeah, I, I mean, it is, like, I'm enjoying it. I'm not sitting there, like, fucking moping and and, and, and whining in the corner about watching it. I, I'm watching it. I'm just, like, it's just not pulling me in all, as as much as, like, the video game would. But anyway, it's, it's pretty decent. Uh, you could check it out if you're a fantasy fan. I think that's the other thing. I'm not a huge uh, TV show fantasy guy. It's, it's just, there's just too much like lore and information I don't give a fuck about and yeah so but the action is good I like the action in The Witcher 3 and that's all I've been up to so let's get into it baby the Jedi a Star Wars Jedi Survivor let's let's review this bitch (laughs) 
Jedi Survivor, freaking Star Wars. So what was it? Fallen Order came out quite a few years ago now, but you know that game came out and it didn't. I don't feel like there was. There's obviously the Star Wars hype, but at that time there's been. Uh, it hasn't been that many Star Wars games that have been awesome. Like I know there's the fans of Force Unleashed, which I actually haven't played outside of the demo, which I loved, but I never got the game. I, I don't know why I never played Force Unleashed. It's on my list to play, but I haven't gotten there. But Fallen Order comes out, and it was actually a really good game. Now, yeah, there were problems with it, especially when it released. There were performance issues that were definitely affecting the game. But all in all, when people were done with that game, they were like, yo, this was actually really good or damn near great. Um, and the combat was really solid. We're like, oh, there's definitely the frameworks, frameworks here for a very, very good game. They announced that there would be a sequel, and then the hype, I think the hype at that point was real. People were getting very excited to see what the next step was going to be for this Star Wars series, and here we are at Jedi Survivor, and I will have to say, it's a step up, baby. Oh yeah, it is a worthy step up over Fallen Survivor, thankfully. So let's get into it. Let's talk about we're going to do graphics, we're going to do gameplay, we're going to do sound design and all that stuff. Some we'll talk about some funny and great moments that I experienced throughout this game without spoiling anything major. Don't you worry about that. So, let's dive into it. So, you're playing, you're taking taking control of the homie, the man. It's Cal Kestis, baby, played by Cameron Monaghan. Monaghan or Monaghan? Monaghan, Monaghan. I don't know, but Cameron, my homie, man. I love this guy. He is a phenomenal, I don't know how young he is, but he seems young, but he was great and shameless. I loved him in Shameless. Uh, fantastic cast on, on that show, and he's, he's a highlight in there, so that's saying something. I thought he was excellent as the Joker in uh, Gotham. He, I, that was a great show, and he was probably my favorite character in it, in it and one of my favorite uh, depictions of the Joker, which, again, is pretty high praise, and him getting connected to the Star Wars game, that definitely got some eyebrows raised. They're like, oh, snap, like, this is an actor... Uh, well-known actor well I don't know how well-known he was initially when he was first cast for Star Wars but I knew of him at that time I was like oh cool like you know video games at the odd time they would get some pretty big name actors I remember like Willem Dafoe getting hooked on to that Beyond Two Souls that being a huge deal but that game kind of sucked anyway um Cal Kestis man you're taking place uh taking control of him you're a jedi and um yeah you're taking place right after the events of the first game and don't worry i mean i would recommend to play the first game because it's just a really good fun ass game and you will enjoy it uh but it fills you in on everything before you get into the game they they play a nice video for you that is available at all times so if you ever get a little lost of what the fuck is going on you can go and watch that little video which was really nice gotta love like you gotta, I think at this point, you just kind of have to put that kind of stuff in to movies and TV shows and, and video games because, you know, what, it was four or five years since we had the last Star Wars game, and I don't always get to uh, replay the first game. Like, sometimes I, I feel like it's a good idea to replay Fallen Order before I get into this one, but then I feel like maybe I'll get burned out with that flavor of gameplay halfway through the new game. So I, I, it's been a while. I wanted that Star Wars itch to get scratched, and Jedi uh, Survivor did that. So back here in the second chapter of the game, 
And I must say, that playing this now on the... I played this on Series S, and this game is gorgeous. Goodness gracious. This definitely... Uh, one of the better looking games that I have experienced in this generation, uh, especially the environments in this game, are absolutely stunning, man. Absolutely stunning. Like, I love me a good vista. Like, oh, the vistas. Like, oh, geez. Like, when you get that moment, you just get into this area and you just got to stop and just take it all in. That was like a very regular occurrence with this game. There are so many just stunning vistas and environments and areas you are visiting in this game. They did a fantastic job, man. Like Star Wars, you got pretty much a uh, open slate. You can do whatever the hell you want creatively. You're in a massive fucking untamed universe. And I think it was really good, man. Like I just finished the game today, and the last area that you're in is just gorgeous, man. Just this really kind of primitive land that you're on, and it was, oh baby, it was very, very pretty. But the whole damn game, every area you went to, even when you're inside, like, big death ships or something, whatever the fuck they're called. Like, I'm a Star Wars fan, but I'm not, like, a Star Wars die hard like nerd like I've seen most of the movies I've the only one I haven't seen is episode 9 or whatever because I accidentally watched episode 8 twice and that upset me if if you've watched episode 8 then you probably know why you you don't need to ever watch episode 8 twice and I did by accident so there you go but gorgeous video game Uh, inside the ships even it's just so clean looking it feels like you're on the Death Stars or whatever. You're in the Imperial ships. It's very, very pretty. They got lots of colors in the game. I mean, lots of... Mm, oh, the weather. They have nice weather effects, too. As, uh, particularly, there's a, a part in the game when you're going through um, a sandstorm. And, and I thought the, the sandstorm effects were really good. That was enjoyable. I find the lighting is really impressive, too. I mean, there's... Uh, of course, you're going through all cycles of night and day and stuff. But when you come out of a come out of a dank, dirty bar or something, you come out into the bright vastness of the lands. You're just like, whew, goddamn! It feels like you know, mom just opened up the curtains before ski, and you're like, fuck. But uh, it's pretty amazing that they can they can make that effect happen in video games now. And the shadows are great. The water looks really good too. There's goddamn man there's some really really beautiful looking areas now the character models definitely not up to par with like the environments of the game they're still really good looking but that's definitely where i was in in experiencing more of the noticeable pop-ins there's definitely some graphical problems still with the game uh not so much performance issues i found the performance was fine like frames were holding steady i didn't have any real uh, noticeable frame issue problems, but graphical problems, yeah, they're they're out there. Uh, again, this kind of stuff doesn't really bother me, but there's a lot of texture pop-ins happening, at least for me, on Xbox Series S. Like, you'll load in, you'll come out of the dank, dirty bar, and, like, you can see the, the mountains in the background loading in, and you can see the textures loading in, and it gets more detailed. Same thing with the character models. Sometimes, like, it takes a second for their outfits to, like, really render in. So, if that's a thing that bothers you, there's quite a bit of that going on in Star Wars Jedi Survivor, I will admit. Um... It didn't, like I said, it doesn't really bother me. Uh, It's something that I I felt like maybe should have been cleaned up by now. I mean, the game has been out for a bit. Uh, But it's pretty noticeable, and it's fairly all throughout the game. 
I'm not going to dock it huge points for that because it's more performance would be where I would dock more points because that's affecting the gameplay. But they definitely cleaned that up over the first game. So that's good to report. And in terms of performance, I only experienced one crash in my entire gameplay. So that's really good as well. In terms of the sound design, I think they they did a very good job in this area as well. I mean, I think they nailed the Star Wars sound effects, the lasers, the blasters, the lightsabers. They all the sounds are there and they sound really good. So, I mean, it's it's you got a lot to work with there, you all the classic sound effects. So, it's pretty easy to just pop that kind of stuff in there and you're going to get a good reaction out of me and I imagine a lot of the Star Wars fans. I mean, the the lightsaber duels sound fucking awesome and the blasters sound great. The explosions are crazy. There are some insane freaking moments. We'll get to those in a little bit. But yeah, the sound design is excellent. And the music. At first, I wasn't really noticing it. I will admit. But then I started playing with my headphones on. And then I really started to notice like how good the music was back there. I was like, shit, yo. it's Sometimes it's going absolutely crazy. Again, with the crazier moments of the game. Like, it is fucking going nuts back there just and you're like whoa oh my goodness like that star wars that sound like when you hear it you're like oh that's star wars same thing with hogwarts when i played that like it just has that hogwarts sound and yeah star wars jedi survivor does not have a problem with sounding like a star wars game so that's really good but the music hell yeah like i was enjoying the music especially in the, like like i said once the headphones came on it was so much more prevalent back there but and i really i it's just got a good range like again when it's you're just kind of chilling you can just have this nice vibey music and when you're in the the pubs there's a dj in there and you can just choose the music there was some like good kind of poppy uh beat heavy like i don't know what fuck it was just catchy music so i i enjoyed the music in star wars it didn't melt my face or anything like there wasn't anything that really stuck like stood out that I was like oh man I can just listen to that but going through the the soundtrack on YouTube it's a very extensive soundtrack very big and it's very Star Wars-y there's nothing wrong with it absolutely really good stuff in terms of the voice acting like I said you got the homie you got the homie Cameron Monaghan doing the voice of Cal Cal Kestis great job as as always with that I really enjoy his performance really brings just another level to that character. Not that other video game uh, actors can't do it, but it's nice to have like a a name, a face that is familiar. And I just now I associate Cal Kestis with like Shameless and and things like that. It's kind of weird, but it's there. And he does a really good job as Cal Kestis. Uh, since we're on the topic of some of the characters, I'll bring up some of the other. <clears throat> characters that I enjoyed throughout the game. Obviously, BD1, your sidekick, your little robot partner, great stuff. I love a partner that doesn't have to be overly, like, it doesn't say anything. It just beeps and boops and stuff like that. But I don't like an overly chatty character or sidekick that doesn't really provide anything in terms of all that much help. And BD1 is adorable, pretty cute. Like, the little beeps and boops are cute, and and I like it. And it's tiny, it's got little wheels and stuff, which is cute. And it's extremely helpful. It helps you with a whole variety of shit like that. Now, it doesn't do that much in terms of combat. Uh, it, it helps a little bit, but I, I like BD-1. Super cute, and just a harmless, innocent, adorable robot. Gotta like BD-1. Uh, Marin, I think that's her name, Marin. Yeah, Marin, she's badass. I like Marin a lot. 
looks cool, looks evil as fuck. Like when I, I look at her, I'm just like, you're up to no good. You're 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 up to bad stuff. But she was a homie. She was good stuff, and I really enjoyed her. Uh, I always found for some reason though, kind of back to the graphics, that her character model always looked the best. I don't know if that's because she's like darker and, and like her makeup just kind of makes her look. I don't know. I just like I thought her character model just stood out more than the other character models in the game, which again, they weren't like outstanding. I I thought they could have been better looking and a little bit inconsistent. But anyway, not not going back on the graphics here, but yeah, the the characters really good cast of characters in this game and a nice story as well. I mean, the story is pretty fucking great um it really really ramps up on the back end there is a twist uh, i was warned of uh didn't have it spoiled or anything but my homie kyle was like bro there's a twist that comes later on in the game that he didn't see coming and wham did it ever slap me across the face too i was like damn that shit was crazy so i enjoy the story in this one not all star wars stories hit with me I've watched all the TV shows on Disney for some reason. I don't know, but uh, I enjoyed most of them, and uh, not all, like I said, all, most of the movies I I like. I, I'm not a big fan of episode. I I'm not gonna go into it, but anyway, I like most of the movies and shit, and I enjoyed the story uh, quite a bit in this Jedi Survivor. Uh, land or whatever the hell I, I i like the story a lot in this game it really actually did pull me in the stories tend to not pull me in very much but in this game i was actually like oh i want to get i just want to like i'm putting side missions on onto the side for once and not actually going after i just want to get to the next part of the story which i rarely do so that was that's that's good the story was fun now speaking of fun let's let's get to the fun stuff let's talk about the gameplay and some of the wild moments that i experienced without any spoilers throughout this game so you're using cal he's a jedi so that means you get access to a lightsaber and force power super fun i i like the the usage of the lightsaber it's fun it's satisfying it feels good and best of all they added in i i feel like this is new like i probably should have done a little recheck on the first game to see what was what's new about this one but now you have stances so you can choose and you'll be unlocking throughout the game all these different uh, stances. I think there's four, maybe five, but they're dope, man. Oh, and it adds a nice variety to the gameplay. Uh, you get the, you'll get a just a regular lightsaber stance. You'll get dual lightsabers where you can hold two singular blades. You can do the fucking Darth Maul double bladed. That was so badass. You get that one really early. And that was actually one of the sweet moments. An early fight that you have with the the ninth sister and that's how like during that fight it's kind of a tutorial really early on in the game it's kind of a tutorial fight and then you get introduced to the dual blade and it's just bad ass i mean i was seven years old when i saw star wars episode one in theaters and we all went banana when he fucking did the he pulled out the lightsaber with the single blade and then the second blade comes out just oh my god i creamed i had that fucking Darth Maul lightsaber toy when I was a kid so yeah I was using the dual blade quite I think that's what it's called the dual blade or whatever but I was using that one that was one of my favorite ones early on and uh the other one that once I got it I pretty much uh that was my baby and that was the lightsaber and a blaster so you could sit there get a lightsaber and you get a little gun so you're getting kind of best of both worlds you're getting in tight you can shoot from range which is really helpful when you have a group of 
stormtroopers at a far distance and you can just bow, bow, bow. Really good shit. The other one, it's like a big old powerhouse one, which I'm surprised I didn't like more because in the Souls games, the Demon Souls, the Dark Souls, I like to play the powerhouse. And in this, it was fine. Like, it was satisfying. Like, big, meaty swings at enemies felt good. But another one that I found in more often than not was just kind of getting my ass kicked because I was so slow. It was definitely a situational stance, but I loved the stances in the game. It was really cool, but... Once I got the the blaster one, that was my baby. So, yeah, let me know. What stance were you using in Jedi Survivor? I I like the blaster one. That was sweet. And, of course, it's not going to be a Jedi game if you don't get some Force powers. And the Force powers are pretty damn good. And you don't get too many of them. It's not like you're going to get overwhelmed. They keep it fairly simple, I feel. You get your your pull and your push you get your lift and your slam and you get confusion which i really enjoyed the confusion one that was uh, kind of the one i i started putting my points into early and yes it is kind of that rpg it's it's kind of like a souls game like a lot of people when the first fallen order game the start the first game came out there were a lot of comparisons to a souls like game it's definitely like there's a little bit of a feel to it. Now, I will say flat out the the combat is nowhere near as like deep and satisfying as a Souls game. But it's really good and it definitely has a little bit of that feel for sure. Which is kind of refreshing for a Star Wars game. Kind of feels nice. But with the, <clears throat> the Force powers... That's where it gets a little bit different from a Souls game. So, you, like I said, you get your lift, your pull, and all that stuff. The confusion, I enjoyed because you can sit there. Uh, once you get it powered up pretty well, you can use it on pretty much most of all the humanoid enemies. And, yeah, you just sit there, you take over their mind, and they start fighting whoever's closest to them. And, yeah, it can cause carnage, like, depending on the enemy that you decide to take over. Uh, once you level it up, you can take over the good ones, and, like, oh, man, you can take over, like, a rocket launcher holding one. He just blows all of his dudes away. I like taking over the flame floor, flame thrower guys, because they would just demolish people in like because they're all tight together so you take over the flamethrower guys and they're just melting everybody to pieces it's really satisfying i like that and it came in handy all the time now it did take me a little bit to get comfortable using the force powers at the beginning of the game i was definitely more uh using my lightsaber it was simple just kind of hitting the x button and the y button for your power attacks but each stance uses like a different thing uh the dual blade one so you get like two lightsabers two singular blades that stance like i wanted to use it more but it's like heavy attack kind of sucked because it wasn't an attack at all you would just sit there and like block whatever incoming attack is coming at you i'm like well what's the fucking point of that like i could just dodge it or or i'm I'm just kind of sitting here so i didn't find myself really using the the dual lightsabers at all actually because i just didn't really like it but all the other ones like <clears throat> the blade and the blaster your power attack is just the blaster and you can hold it and you can shoot off a powerful blaster attack which is useful and you can get little perks for it and like oh fuck yeah they have little perks for uh, again very similar to souls games where you can have like a little amulet similar to here in jedi you can have perks you get so many slots better perks take up more slots i literally i only used one perk and that was giving me more experience and it took up all my slots so that's really the only perk i was playing around with they they're 
very simple, like, oh, you get a, a little bit more on your block meter, you get a little bit more on your force power, shit like that. And they also borrow slightly, it's not as intense, the stamina system from the Souls games. Now, it's it's very, you gotta very much so pay attention to your stamina in the Souls game. In Jedi Survivor, it's there, but I feel like it's mostly for the enemies. Rarely did my blocking meter ever get broken through. Like, you get a you get a nice dash dodge mechanic, and you get the you can jump and roll so yeah i i wasn't finding myself needing and you can parry of course as well so i found myself doing that stuff more often than blocking which actually ended up getting me into some trouble later on in the game where i found that just just blocking was probably your best strategy but i like to go around parrying the parrying is pretty easy you just hit the the block button right before they attack you simple stuff it's fairly forgiving it can it can get more forgiving if you turn the difficulty down it it'll it'll be very very forgiving like kind of insanely forgiving at times i will admit uh, i did have to turn the difficulty down at one point in the game we'll talk about it but before we we get to that freaking whole section i'll i'll be talking about uh let's talk about the platforming in this game there is a good amount of platforming in star wars and it's pretty freaking good i will admit uh they do a really good job at introducing uh, new platforming mechanics pretty much every time you'll get to a platforming section they're gonna throw a little something different at you and it feels like once I once I was running on walls I was taken right back to like Prince of Persia Sands of Time felt just like that like mix Prince of Persia Sands of Time and Uncharted you kind of have the platforming with uh, Jedi but then Later on, you start throwing in some force powers, you get like a force push and a jump, and yeah, so I actually really enjoyed the platforming. It made me think about Hi-Fi Rush. I'm like, oh, if Hi-Fi Rush had platforming like this, I would have enjoyed Hi-Fi Rush way more. Hi-Fi Rush had super simple platforming. It was literally like, just jump on a platform and jump to the other side of the platform. Not much else. In Jedi, you're wall running, you're fucking jumping all over the place. It was pretty good. It was not bad. At first, I was getting nervous, because early on, it feels like, you know, kind of that old, tired Uncharted. Like, when I go back and play an old Uncharted game, and you're kind of just doing the climbing thing, and, you know, the appeal of that back then was the graphics. You're like, oh, look at the vistas. This is gorgeous. And nowadays, it's kind of like, oh, I'm just holding the directional pad upwards, and I'm just watching this dude climb. But in Star Wars, it's it's more of an engaging platforming. It's quite fun, and I enjoyed it. Now, the only problem with it, uh, these, this would be happening more in your platforming slash puzzle sections. Uh, there was a handful of times where I was just baffled at what to do or, or what where to go. Um, now, it, it does have um, kind of environmental uh, signs, uh, you know, like, oh, here's kind of some white markings on this wall to kind of let you know, like, hey, climb over here, like, this is the spot. Or you'll see, like, kind of... Uh, a path across the wall showing that like oh this is this is where you're gonna want to run across the wall uh, it wasn't like uncharted though like here's this bright yellow fucking over here and if you don't figure it out in eight seconds it's like do you want a hint do you want to hit idiot do you want a hint you fucking moron but star wars at times i wish it did give me the hint because sometimes i'm looking around i'm like where the fuck am I supposed to jump next? Uh, sometimes I would be maybe a little overwhelmed uh, with all the mechanics that, and like they they build up quite a few mechanics, even with BD one. Like BD one 
has a couple of things that uh, will help you with some of the puzzles. It'll have to shoot like a little electrical panel or something. And the one that got me, this one really stumped me. I had to look this up because I just couldn't figure out what the fuck I was supposed to do. Uh, Mostly because I think I got introduced to this mechanic and then stopped playing and then came back. And I was like, wait, what what am I? And I forgot the mechanics. So that was kind of on my fault. But with BD1, you can like shoot this kind of goop and it like attaches to this other goop and it electrifies the goop and it makes the goop disappear. There were some times where I was supposed to do that and I was just sitting there for like five minutes. I'm like, I'm, I'm stupid. I don't know what to do. So there was a couple of times I had to look up the guide just to be like, what are we doing here? So there was a, a little bit of a problem with Jedi Survivor with that where I just had no fucking idea what to do and or no idea where to jump next. And there was a lot of... Um, like with the just kind of moving around in in levels there'd be like little cracks in the wall you got to slide through a lot of those would just go right over my my head i'd be like where the fuck am i going and then you see there's like oh there's like a little slit in the wall oh i got to go through that it's like oh okay okay so yeah there's a i wasn't getting lost or anything like that it wasn't like i was backtracking just like oh what fucking door am i going through it wasn't like that it was just didn't know like I'd just be like where the fuck do I jump next I can't see where I'm supposed to I'm not sure so that kind of thing was going on that was a little bit of a problem but all in all I I really enjoyed the platforming and oh my goodness there was one section in the game where you're uh escaping this giant drill and I one of the one of the wildest one of the best action experiences I have had in a video game in a long time. Like, that took me back to, like, the first time I experienced uh, the train and the helicopter in Uncharted 2. Like, escaping the drill in Jedi Survivor blew me away. That was the that was the part in the game that I was like, wow. Like, that that's the part with the, this game that's probably going to stick with me the most. That was insane. That's when they just threw all this crazy platforming at you and it was I was just flying through it my jaw was dropping like Marin is with you and she's doing this shit with you and you are just oh my goodness it was outstanding like I said literally one of the greatest experiences in an action game I have had in a very long time uh wow that was just a jaw-dropping experience and yeah it's gonna stick with me for a hot minute uh some of the other experiences um I guess meeting like your, um, there's a handful of bad guys in this game, but meeting, uh, Dagon Gara, that was pretty cool, he's kind of like your, uh, uh, he's, he's kind of your, your main baddish guy, um, not gonna go too much into detail with him, but I liked him, I liked him, I, he was, now he's no Darth Maul or anything, no Vader, nothing like that, but I thought he was pretty cool, pretty solid, uh, bad guy for, for the dark side, I guess. I enjoyed taking down my first Rancor. Uh, sadly, I ran into that Rancor way too early the first time. Um, I guess I should say there's a bunch of extra side activities that you can do in Star Wars Jedi Survivor as well. Um, once you get to the planets and stuff, like there's, um, I think, I don't know, three or four kind of main planets that you're on. And they're big. They're not necessarily open world. Uh, they're also kind of similarly um, kind of laid out like a Dark Souls game where you kind of got these levels or worlds in star wars and you'll have like fast travel points all throughout they'll have shortcuts all throughout the levels while you're going through them very similar to dark souls and you have the meditation points just like a bonfire in the dark souls games you go there you meditate all the enemies come back you can level up you could do all that shit there change up your stances 
And yeah, so that part very souls like. Uh, so you go th- you go into the levels. Uh, you got your like your main world. I think it's Kobo. It might be Jetta, but you you can go to the bar there where your homie greets Groots Gretz, whatever the fuck his name is. He's cool. I like him. Can't remember his name though, even though I just beat the game today. Uh, that stay in school, kids. But you go to the bar and you can talk to people there, and they'll they'll start telling you rumors like, oh, I heard about this fucking hidden thing over here, so you can go and check it out and stuff. And one of the earlier ones that I that led me to this cave, and there was a fucking rancor in it, and that thing just mutilated me in an instant. And I was like, "All right, I'll be back later, bitch." And I came back way later, more powerful, and just kicked the living shit out of that rancor. And again, is it a Star Wars game if it doesn't have a rancor fight? Like, there's got to be a rancor fight. Come on now. So that was really fun. That was an enjoyable fight. Um, overall, with the boss fights, I guess now I'm on that. Uh, the boss fights, it wasn't like Souls level or anything. Like, each individual boss fight was not like an event. Uh, they weren't incredibly difficult. I don't think the game was incredibly difficult. There are some pretty fucking difficult spikes in the game that we'll talk about. But I didn't find it, you know, moment to moment extremely difficult. Like, enemy to enemy, your standard enemies. Um, you know, some at a time, they might throw an a interesting group of enemies at you that might cause you some problems where it's like... All right, they got a fucking rocket launcher guy way over there, and they got some pretty aggressive uh, guys with some sticks coming at me. We got some robots coming at me. So, yeah, they can throw a lot at you, which can get overwhelming. I didn't die very often, only at one section in the game where I died a fucking million times. But uh, I didn't find it to be that hard of a game. I mean, it would be a, a nice... Uh, ease you into a Dark Souls or something if you wanted to get into that. Try this one. If you can't get through this, uh, then you might struggle with the Dark Souls. But I will admit there is a boss fight in this game that is a Souls level on difficulty. That bitch was hard as fuck. Um, we'll, We'll get there. We're almost there to that. We'll get there. But talking more with some of the side stuff that is going on with this game. So with the rumors, they'll take you to things like Hidden Fractures, which basically is like uh, a platforming puzzle just to get to it and then you get to it you go in and it'll be like a little challenge rather beat this beat 30 enemies with this stance or something like that I only did a handful of them they're pretty challenging there was one that I just couldn't do and I was like I'll come back to it later but never did so those were pretty good though I, I enjoyed some of those challenges the one I think um and it also really helped me like discover how awesome the the Darth Maul lightsaber was because they made me do a challenge and I just learned a really nice combo where I would just pull all the enemies in close to me and then just go fucking spin crazy with the dual blades and just start wiping bitches out. Very, very satisfying. And that's also like a part of the combat that's very... Like, you can create your own pretty wild combos. Like, say, for example, with my blaster. It's like, all right, do a three-piece combo with the lightsaber, hit him with a couple blasters, uh, push him away, throw him up in the air, slam him down, pull him back. Another three-piece combo. You know, you can just roll that kind of shit, right? You can get some... Pretty fun combos. Now, I wasn't great at it or anything, but uh, once I started feeling really comfortable with my stance, started leveling it up, yeah, you can start rolling some pretty nice combos together. Uh, One of my favorite side things to do were the bounty hunts. So you'll start hearing rumors. You'll find one. It's like, oh, I hear about this guy that's roaming this area. And they go out there and you find someone and then you get into a boss fight with them. And it's, it's fun. You go out and they get more and more challenging. The more you do, eventually it'll lead to a legendary bounty hunt. And I did one of those. 
just kind of it was just standard it's just fun like you're just you go to the area you fight off a few baddies you get to the boss fight you beat them and yeah you, you go back um with a lot of the side stuff you'll find uh, with the bounty hunts you'll get these like little pucks you can trade them in for stuff that goes on with a lot of there's a lot of little collectibles you'll find little scrolls and you can come back trade it in with a certain person and you can get all these customizational parts there's a ton of customization in star wars i like i played around with it a lot like customization like change uh cal's hair give him a mustache change the look of his clothes you get a whole bunch of clothing options change his pants uh change the colors you can up you can change the look of bd1 you'll find all these little parts around for him change the look of his eyes i personally just left bd1 og i just i like the way that he looks you could change up all the little pieces of your of your lightsaber which is really interesting me i went with this full golden lightsaber i was going just just pimping out all gold stuff had a gold gun oh yeah it felt good so you do that too you can um change out the pieces of your gun i made mine look kind of like a revolver like a western style revolver that was pretty cute and of course you can pick whatever fucking color you want for your lightsaber not every color but they have a lot of really good colors i was running a lot of orange and yellow i don't know i was i I felt it felt good with cal he's he's got orange hair so i was like yeah orange and it's running a lot or gold i I like gold so yellow and the gold so yeah it would that was really cool really good customization stuff in star wars lots of that um and then you get this like rooftop garden at the bar that didn't do anything at all for me (laughs) i don't know what the point of that even was other than to just plant some some plants and just watch them grow i guess like You'll get a little bit of information about each plant from the lady, but I literally could not give less of a fuck about a spindle plant or whatever that doesn't even exist in reality. So I was like, yep, whatever the fuck. I would just jump off the roof, honestly. I didn't even want to listen to her, but I planted the plants to see what would happen, and not much. So the gardening thing, it didn't provide anything for me. You'll find, like, little plants around on the planets and stuff and it'll be like glowing green you smack it you get the seeds and you can plant them at your house but again it doesn't give me anything it's not like you can't turn it into some sort of drug and and snort it and you can run faster nothing like that so i don't i don't really know what they're what they're doing with that but it's there but then then they got this other little mini game that i just fucking loved hollow tactics oh my goodness this was freaking cool i loved it it's like um it's like a battle simulator so you get like little holographic uh like enemies of all the enemies that you fought in the game and then you'll go up against an opponent they'll throw like their little grouping of enemies and you got to figure out what's the best combination of enemies to take out their group and it was just fucking fun man it was super fun it's like all right they put down like uh, two stormtroopers with guns and then a shielded stormtrooper so you're like oh shit all right so i need some range and i'm gonna need a guy to take out that shield so i'm like rocket launcher and then boom you just blast a bitch and it was cool man like some really random shit would happen because it's kind of like it's a simulator and i had some really weird shit go down like I had a big fight going down, and it ended up coming down to their rocket guy versus my dude with a minigun, and I was toast. Like, my dude was reloading, and he was getting ready to launch off his rocket, and he shot it off, and my dude just happened to reload, and he fired, 
and his bullet just happened to hit the rocket midair and he was able to take him out. I was like, that was fucking sick, dude. That was so cool. So I loved Hollow Tactics. I was going back there all the time looking for a new opponent and I wiped out all the opponents. I couldn't stop playing it. It was so much fun. I, I wanted more. More Hollow Tactics, please. That was a ton of fun. Really enjoyed that side piece of action right there. Okay, we've made it. Let's talk about some of the boss fights now. Now, there's some really good ones, and I, I wouldn't say there was a really bad one. Just one that really hit me out of left field with a difficulty spike I did not see coming. So, let's talk about a couple of them here. So, the fight versus Ravis. Ravis is a guy, big motherfucker, that you get introduced to very early in the game when you finally get to fight him. It's pretty awesome. And then he does the whole, like, noble warrior thing, and I'm like, ah, fuck, whatever. So he kind of lost me there with the end of that. But it was a good fight. All the fights are good. They're just kind of all the same kind of deal. Like, every boss fight, it's kind of just like, all right, big health bar, and it's just kind of a longer standard fight. I didn't find many of them to have, like, a gimmick that was overly noticeable until you get to Rick the Technician. This motherfucker was hilarious so they said i don't even know if i want to say it because it's it's a really just a great moment so i'll probably leave it there but rick the technician that shit was hilarious that and he caught me at such a bad moment too like i had no health and i was like you're throwing a boss fight at me right now and oh shit that was a fucking great moment right there and then we get to a different this is later on in the game you're actually playing as a different character uh for a moment here and it's badass. It's a badass section. You're getting to play as this, like, really powerful Jedi. And it feels good, but it, you're using a different moveset that I wasn't... You know, you're using the single lightsaber blade. And it wasn't up to snuff. Uh, I mean, it was up to snuff. It just wasn't what I was comfortable playing with at that time. And then they throw probably the hardest boss fight in the game at you. And it's, it's probably, like five times harder than any boss fight that you have had at this point and holy shit dude this boss fight really got me uh this is the one i had to turn the difficulty down on i got to like attempt 15 i wasn't getting really much closer it's kind of a four stage fight like it's just one big health bar but each quarter you kind of get like a little cutscene, and then like kind of he'll start throwing something else at you so it was hard as fuck man like not all, like this this thing is just it hits like a truck like if you get hit it's probably a solid quarter of your health bar gone in an instant and it's throwing combos at you so if you get hit you're probably gonna get hit twice that's half your health bar gone and then the fucking grab attack so it's got this grab attack if he if he grabs you you're probably dead if you don't have a health, a full health bar you're dead if you got hit once he grabs you you're dead and that was frustrating. I don't like instant kill moves. Uh, it wasn't necessarily an instant kill move, but it's basically instant kill. And it's a long fight. It's tough. It's um, It was a little frustrating. And I felt bad having to turn the difficulty down. But I, I just I wasn't getting much better at it. So I was just like, I feel this just kind of an, a really out of left field difficulty spike that really hit me uh, just out of nowhere man like i was not expect like when you see who you're fighting you're like yeah obviously it's it shouldn't be easy but like holy fuck it was tough i mean i would have preferred to just be cal in that moment like having the powers that i have having like being comfortable with that player like seer before you get into this boss fight you probably played with her for 10 minutes so 
I mean, it's it's not a lot of time to figure out uh, what are good, good moves are. So yeah, I couldn't figure it out over 15 attempts on the regular difficulty, turned it down to the baby difficulty, beat his ass in on the first attempt, and Bob's your uncle. But overall, even with the kind of frustrating difficulty spike, it was still a badass fight. It was badass. Like the moment leading up to the fight was insane. Like when when you know who comes out, I was just like, oh fuck, here we go, this is so badass, and the fight was badass, I just wish I was better at it, it was really hard though, like, like, I'm, I'm a Souls veteran, I played most of, if all, almost all of the Souls games and beat them with not too much difficulty, but that fight was hard as shit, and if you know what I'm talking about, you probably know, I was talking to the homie Kyle about it, and he was like, yeah, it was a tough fight, but he didn't have as much of a of a tough time with it as I did. He had a tough time with the final boss fight. And thankfully, I didn't. I got through the, the final boss fight on my first try. It was a hell of a fight, though. I had, like, it was me or, me or you kind of a situation. It's like, rather, I'm getting this hit off and you die or you hit me and I'm dead. But it was a really good, satisfying finish. And the final, like three hours of this game is just batshit crazy man absolutely balls to the wall over the top triple a action like and the story is popping off at the same time too like you get hit with that twist and you're just like oh fuck and like you feel the anger like i just i wanted i wanted revenge damn it i wanted revenge i was angry and i oh man yeah so that part once that part of the story got in there i was like oh shit i was completely on the wrong path like who i thought was was gonna betray me absolutely did not and that was good but yeah that that back the back few hours of the game man was just spectacular really really enjoyed that yeah, that is the game. I, I finished, I clocked in at 23 hours at a 66% completion. So yeah, there's definitely some things for me to clean up in my end game. And at the end game, they do allow you to do whatever you want. Once you're done with the final mission, you're just, you're, you can do whatever the hell you want. If you didn't finish this, you can go finish it. If you want to play more Hollow Tactics, you can go play more Hollow Tactics. So that is available to you along with a new Game Plus mode, which unlocks new cosmetics, new difficulty that replaces enemies with harder ones, which actually raised my eyebrows. Like, ooh, that actually sounds kind of appealing. I, I may at some point replay this game on a new Game Plus with all my powers and all my all my gear and see what what kind of enemies they're going to start throwing at me and see if it is a drastic difference but that is definitely something that that raised my eyebrow i'm rather interested in that sounds pretty cool uh other than that yeah 23 hours felt felt pretty good i i i was nervous that it was going to go on a bit longer but i felt uh, 23 was about right maybe like 20 but i again that that back part of the game was just fucking outstandingly good so i i didn't feel burned out with this game at all i thought they did a really really good job with pacing so with that being said let's let's clean this up let's go through the cons of the games and the pros and then we'll score this some bitch and we'll send you on your way so the cons of the games like i said at times there was it was just unclear of where i was supposed to go and what i was supposed to do uh, a few times it made me have to look up on youtube what to do and it was one of those situations when you're you're looking it up and before you even type out uh like a quarter of what you're typing out it's already the first thing so it, it seems like it was something that a lot of people were dealing with the exact same problem so that was a little bit of an issue 
with this game and the graphics at times definitely had a lot of pop-ins and texture issues but thankfully the performance overall was good i only experienced one crash throughout this game i don't i don't recall any freezing or anything like that but a consistent graphical pop-in kind of loading um it'll it'll look like a ps3 game and then all of a sudden it's like bam 4k and you're like oh okay there it is thank god other than that i really didn't have much much other problems like a little bit of a problem with that late difficulty spike out of nowhere that was just like nothing in the game was even as close to that that boss fight so maybe this the same goes with that final boss as well i didn't find him anywhere near as hard as as the other boss fight but both were challenging both were really challenging and way more challenging than any fight prior to them so that that was a little bit of an unnecessary spike other than that the pros of this game i mean it is gorgeous especially the environments the planets i mean they're just absolutely stunning so many times like more than i you know more than in recent memory i can recall i was stopping and just staring at this game like Maybe Elden Ring, there's a lot of of staring at at just the world that is Elden Ring, but also the world that is Star Wars. Like, this universe is fucking awesome, and it looks so good in 4K, so that was great. I love the gameplay. I thought the combat was a lot of fun. No, it's not as deep or as satisfying as a Dark Souls or Elden Ring or anything like that. But it's it's a good, it's a, a little bit of a step below, like maybe your no-name brand, your your whatever brand, but it's still really good. The platforming is a lot better than I was expecting it to be. I was a little nervous at first that it was going to be like kind of watered down uncharted but no then they started throwing in the jedi powers with it it was actually really good i enjoyed the platforming quite a bit i thought the level designs were good they weren't uh at times yes they could be a little bit confusing especially when you're like ascending something and there's like uh times when you're kind of you need to go back down to go up and you're like what the fuck but overall i didn't find uh, it to be overly confusing but there were times like i said you didn't know where to do or go but I didn't feel, I felt the pacing was good. Like, it wasn't like, oh, combat, 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 uh, platforming, platforming. It was like, no, here's some nice combat. Here's a little bit of, of of story. Here's some platforming sections. Here's a puzzle, some more combat, nice boss fight. I never felt burned out in one area. I wasn't like, oh, another platforming section, or, oh, I really don't want to do another fight right now. There was a moment there where, uh, end game where they kind of send in waves of enemies at you. I was like, I was like, you throw one more wave at me, I'm going to be pissed off. And they did. And I was like, all right, good. They, they knew. They're like, all right, that's, that's enough, thankfully. But I thought they did a good job with the pacing of the game. You get a good amount of times where you kind of go back to the home base. And you're like, all right, I can kind of, if you want to, there's a great opportunity to do a bunch of side shit if you want to. But it, there wasn't so much side shit that I felt like, like when I did do it, it was kind of like, all right, there's like one thing to do here right now. So let's, oh, let's go bang that out. It wasn't like, here's 87 things to go do and do them all and remember the story. No, nah, it wasn't It wasn't overbearing. I thought they did a good job with that as well. Along with the characters and the story, I like this cast of characters a lot. Don't love them. You know, they're not, I'm not in love with this cast. They're not like persona level. Like I, I will die for these people. But Cal Kestis the homie, he's the homie, I like that, and BD1, one of the better sidekicks, really like BD1, I loved, I really enjoy the story, I don't get into stories very often, but I, I really enjoyed the story in this game, the twist was awesome, and the back three, four hours of the game, the story is just wild, absolutely wild, and the music and the sound design, 
fit the game perfectly. You know you're playing a Star Wars game. Uh, the music hits where it needs to hit. When it's crazy and action-filled, you're getting this crazy, fun-na-na, fun-na-na. It's like, oh, yeah, it's hitting. It's hitting, but when it's nice and tender, it's all, it's all, you know what I'm saying? It's there. And they hit it. They did it. This is a great game. I'm giving this game an 8.5 at 10. It's a big old step up over Fallen Order. Is it Uncharted 1 to Uncharted 2 levels of upgrade? Maybe. It's up there. It's definitely a noticeable and very, very good upgrade. I I was very happy with this game. I was happy that uh, my two buddies that played it before me, they loved it. And I also really, really enjoyed myself with Jedi Fallen... No, wait. Jedi Survivor. There you go. But both these games are great. If you haven't checked into the series yet, definitely go back, check out Fallen Order, and then get your hands on this bad boy. It's fantastic. Fantastic, uh, very much so worth your time, but it's a good story. So go back, check out the first game. If you don't have the time for it, then yeah, just, just do a recap video or whatever. But don't miss out on this one, man. This is one of the probably the best Star Wars game I've ever played. Now, I haven't played like the KOTORs, I never finished it. Um, yeah, I can't really think of another Star Wars game that is better than these ones right now. The, this is a fucking awesome Star Wars game, and you're gonna get a lot out of it if you're a Star Wars fan. And I'm I'm like an eh Star Wars fan. I loved it. So there you go. 8.5 at then. Already off to a great start for video games this year. I think we got like two nines and an 8.5 and some others to be pending. But um yeah, good start for me so far this year. And there we go, everybody. So that's another episode down. Thank you so much for listening and or watching this episode. Uh, make sure just to help out the little guy over here, just hit that review or follow or like button wherever you're watching it. You know they, you know the drill. Do the thing. Help out the little guy. Only takes a second, and it and it does a lot. So there you go. And if you want to watch these, I upload all of them onto the YouTube channel Gamer GX Videos. So you can go down to the link in the bottom or look it up on youtube follow along and you can watch these great place to leave a comment you want to send in a question comments concerns about the podcast mainly uh, related to wrestling hockey and video games send in those kind of questions i would love to take some time out of the podcast and answer your questions for you and that would be a lot of fun in terms of upcoming plans for the gx GamerCast, i want to get a dave the diver review in i should probably do some form of top 10 i feel like haven't done one of those in a while so it should be a list video incoming at some point and yeah so um I, there's some big games coming out persona 3 reloaded is right around the corner i got my eyes all over that son of a bitch but right now don't really have anything big on the go. I got some smaller games on the go. Looking for something big. So I don't know what I'm going to fill that slot in there with. But you'll probably find out next week on the next week's GamerCast. So there you go, everybody. Thank you again so much for listening. You're awesome. Hopefully you're having a great day and all that good stuff. And we'll be back again soon with some more GX Plus Cast.